0: Good morning. I am Darrell Gunter, your host for leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Well, I'm, I'm so pleased that you've hung in there with me over the last 10 weeks with the series, this radio documentary called Miss America, Where Are You? I want to... First of all, thank all the guests that have come on the program, and we're going to review those who have come on the program as well as those who chose not to come on the program or who did not respond. But I want to to thank all my guests who did come on the program as well as uh, I want to thank my student producer, uh, Mr. Ima Igbenovia. I want to thank uh, Frank, my executive producer, Mr. Frank Scafidi, and the general manager, uh, Mark Mabin. Um, who allowed this series uh, to be recorded. And last but not least, I want to thank the student radio manager, Omar, and his assistant, uh, stadium manager, Brittany, um, who were very instrumental in helping to record all of these great programs. Well, over the last 10 weeks, uh, we have explored Atlantic City in a lot of detail. Uh, we explored the history of Atlantic City, We explore the issues and challenges facing Atlantic City and just as important or more important, you know, what are the solutions? What are the opportunities that uh, Atlantic City can still seize uh, that can be seized by the leaders? And I say seized by the leaders because it is in their realm. It is in their capability. It is in their responsibility to make Atlantic City as great as it can be. Now, some folks have questioned Seton Hall University, located up in North Jersey, South Orange, New Jersey. Why do a series on Atlantic City? What does that have to do with our listening audience? Well, my friends, uh, Atlantic City supports the the state revenues of New Jersey. And quite frankly, Seton Hall does receive aid from the state of New Jersey. So... As you know, the saying is, as, all, as the tide ride, all ships rise with the tide. And if we can improve, uh, if we can make a difference, even, even in a small way of improving uh, the productivity of Atlantic City as well as the gross revenues, well, then we have achieved our immediate goal. So, you know, as I said, I want to thank our guests for taking the time out of their busy schedules to share with us their thoughts, their ideas, their frustrations, their expectations and aspirations to improve Atlantic City. Now, as you know, I am a—I was born in Atlantic City and raised in Atlantic City and my mother and my sister uh, are still in Atlantic City. So, yes, I do have a vested interest as well as a citizen of the state of New Jersey to see Atlantic City improve. I would like to uh, review what we've learned over uh, the past 10 weeks. Um, Our first segment, as you know, addressed some of the fundamental statistics that currently plague Atlantic City, uh, frame the issues around Atlantic City, and identify uh, the key issues in Atlantic City. What are some of the, the key facts? Well, First of all, five of the last nine Atlantic City mayors have faced corruption charges. In recent years, you actually had a city council president, Carl Calloway, was sentenced to three years for setting up Eugene Robinson in a prostitution scam. So think about it. Time being spent. Doing things of this nature versus that time being used to figure out how do we improve Atlantic Avenue in Atlantic City? How do we make from Ohio Avenue to the north side on Atlantic Avenue? How do we make that very dynamic versus um, taking the time to set someone up to be taped um, being involved with a prostitute? You know, it's it's important to, to put your energies into the right areas. Then we had a former mayor, Bob Levy, who had to resign uh, his office as mayor after lying about his military service to receive veteran benefits. And I, I can recall a headline where he actually went undercover for or he was out of sight for a particular period of time. So the city was wondering, well, who's in charge? Who's running the city? Think about how that time and attention that one uses to do wrong could be used to do right and make a permanent improvement on the city. 24% of the Atlantic City residents are living below the poverty level. Now, the AC population, the Atlantic City population, uh, at its highest point was 66,000 back in nineteen thirty. Now it's down to about 39,000. And these are 12 month residents, not the seasonal employees. But when you think about a population of 39,000, okay, of, of people, residents who live there, but you do have the population to swell well beyond 100,000 with all the, the people who come in to visit the city. According to clsearch.com, Atlantic City's Crime Rate Index is four times worse than New York City now I asked um, a childhood friend of mine uh, uh, Chief Mr. Henry White of the Atlantic City Police Department to come on the program because I wanted to have a discussion with him about the challenges that he faced and to give him a chance to air his thoughts and um he just never responded to to our repeated requests. We uh, I called personally, and and then I had uh, Ema, who was my student producer, call. And uh, unfortunately, um, uh, my good friend Henry um, did not re- return our phone calls. So I wanted to get his perspective about this this crime rate index that's four times worse than New York City, but he chose not to to come on. Now, over the course of the last 10 weeks, we had a number of folks to come on the program. Our first guest uh, to come on the program was uh, my sister, Miss Shermaine Gunter-Gary, who is the executive director of the Atlantic County Youth Programs. And uh, she has a particular program uh, called the Rites of Passage where they are actually – Uh, taking uh, teenagers twice a year, you get two groups in in the fall and the spring. Uh, They take them through a program. I think it's about 10, 15 weeks where they learn about etiquette. They learn about uh, um, cleanliness. They learn about education. They learn to establish a plan uh, for their life. And she spoke about the challenges that she faces in getting funding from um, funding from the city, funding from the county, funding from the state, funding from the casinos. Now, one would think – now, I am being objective about this simply because uh, if it wasn't my sister, I, 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 I think the program has a lot of merit. But when you think about one of the issues in Atlantic City is crime and customer service um, – the better you can make the, the young people better citizens, the, the more uh, you would have a better effect on having a lower crime statistic. You would have people being better citizens, and you'll have people being more productive citizens. And um, she spoke about the challenges that she faces. So I, I would urge those who uh, are in Atlantic City or within the state um, within the sound of my voice, that you reach out to uh, Miss Maine Gunter-Gary and you help her uh, with her program. And if there's other programs like that, um, you help those programs because Atlantic City is a village. And um, if folks really want to improve where where Atlantic City is headed and what they're doing, Make people better citizens. Make them more productive citizens, and that will solve the problem. So as you know, this series, Miss America, Where Are You?, It's it, the idea came to me. Uh, I was in Atlantic City visiting my mother for her birthday, and Pastor Colin A. Days of Second Baptist Church uh, took a moment to address his congregation about a problem that he sees in the community. Um, the the problem of silence when people see a crime being committed um, there's a code of silence that they're not going to to say anything they're not going to tell meanwhile they're watching their friends loved ones fellow citizens um, being robbed being murdered and I chatted with my sister that afternoon at dinner at her house about this problem she said it's a huge huge problem so I figured it would be good to do a series on Atlantic city where I can draw attention to the issues of Atlantic city. And when you think about the title, Miss America, where are you? Um, It talks about the miss it's, it is about the Miss America pageant leaving Atlantic city, but, but also what are the reasons why? And what are the other problems that Atlantic city is facing? How does a city, as great as Atlantic City was, how does it lose a pageant and at the end of the day, I think the pageant has lost something as well because it used to be a big event you know it was the, the second week in September I believe um, this when the pageant would come to town and there was a parade on the boardwalk and then it, it culminated with the Saturday program that was always on I believe NBC uh, now I I, I I dare to ask anyone. When is the Miss America pageant held and what station is it on? And third, not least, who watches it? So to that end, we had called on the uh, president and CEO of the Miss America pageant, Mr. Art McMaster. And um, when I first called his assistant, um, it sounded like it was a great possibility of having him on the program, you know, to not only talk about the Miss America pageant, leaving Atlantic City, but also talk about what the program is doing and, and how um, Atlantic City could get it back. Well, when Ima, my uh, student producer, called for a follow up, he was told that he would not come on the program because it's too controversial. Um it is not the objective of this program to be controversial. It's the objective of this program to seek solutions for Atlantic City. So we were, we were quite uh, disappointed that uh, the Miss America uh, C- President and CEO, Mr. Art McMaster, chose not to come on the program, but we respect that. But the goal of this program um, is not going to stop with this radio documentary that we've covered for the last 10 weeks. We are going to work towards doing a full visual documentary titled Miss America, Where Are You? And so we hope that uh, once we are successful in getting our cameras rolling that the uh, folks who chose not to come on the program will certainly uh, go before the camera so that we can truly highlight the challenges, the issues and the opportunities. Because the objective of this program is to improve the quality of life. In Atlantic City. So um, Ms. Gunter-Gary, Charmaine uh, Gunter-Gary, she talked about her rights of passage program and talked about their success stories, but also talked about the challenges, the crime and the poverty. And then uh, we move forward with our next guest on the program was uh, New Jersey State Senator Jim Whalen, who also was the former mayor, um, I believe, for three terms and uh, after he lost his his quest for a fourth term, um, he he went he went to run in the uh, New Jersey Senate race, which uh, he's uh, has now served one term, and he was just reelected to another term. So congratulations to Jim. But Mr. Whalen, he talked about the issues that he faced as the mayor, but also some of the uh, programs that he put in place that allowed Atlantic city to lift itself up. And he's very happy to say, and and, uh, he's very proud to say that during his 12 years, not one, not he or one of his team on his board of uh, directors uh, were charged with any crime. And that's, is saying a lot in Atlantic city because as we have talked about, you know, five of the last nine Atlantic city mayors have, have faced corruption charges. So, Hats off to uh, Jim Whalen. But Jim, Senator Whalen, talked about a number of programs that he had put in place that uh, were helping the youth to address um, their skill sets and their productivity. And um, unfortunately, he said that the current administration is not uh, uh, did not carry those programs forward. Now, the current administration, uh, the Honorable uh, Mayor Langford. Um, We also invited him to come on the program, and due to his schedule, he respectfully declined. Uh, We wanted to give the mayor uh, an opportunity to discuss his vision for Atlantic City, the challenges that he faced, so that he could garner support. Uh, Recently, as you might have read in the press, that uh, the governor has uh, taken over uh, the casino district in Atlantic City. And has appointed a new uh, director for the Casino Redevelopment Agency. And um, that gentleman's name is Mr. John uh, Palmeria. Now they have to work in concert with the officials in Atlantic City, but it's a shame that now you have really two chiefs running uh, Atlantic City. And uh, also, I got to ask you to forgive my voice this we can have a very bad cold. And it uh, came about uh, just a couple of days ago, and I was hoping it would be a way, have gone away, but it's still here with us. But my apologies for that. So, um, <clears throat> as I said, we asked the, the Honorable Mayor Langford to come on the program, and he chose not to. And hopefully when uh, we have our cameras in Atlantic City, uh, we can get him on camera to talk about the issues, challenges, and opportunities, but also his vision and plan for Atlantic city because he has a really a great opportunity. When you look at the amount of real estate in Atlantic city, that's vacant. When you look at the beachfront property in Atlantic city, that is not developed. When you look at Atlantic Avenue, which is a grand grand Avenue in Atlantic city, uh, from Ohio Avenue to the North side, it is not developed. It is a developer's dream. And if Atlantic city is going to be able to live up to its reputation of being the world's playground, uh, I would urge the, the mayor and the city council and the other leaders uh, to to really create a true master plan for, for that area. Now, after uh, Senator Whalen uh, on the program, we had Mr. Pinky Kravitz. Now, Mr. Pinky Kravitz, I, I, I remember him when I was a child, he was always there for Atlantic City i would I, I would say he is probably the biggest and most uh visible uh advocate for atlantic city and uh he's i believe he's in his early 80s now he has a radio program he has a column in the atlantic city press he he does local tv but he's 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 one of the One of the the people that is always there standing shoulder to shoulder uh, with the other leaders to really make Atlantic City great. Uh, He was on our program and he talked about uh, all the different things that uh, he's done in Atlantic City over the last 40, 50 years. And I remember him just being such a positive advocate. Now, what's interesting when we asked him about the crime statistics. Uh, He felt that considering the number of people that come to Atlantic City, that the crime is not that bad. And, uh, you know, it's all about one's perceptions. Unfortunately, he doesn't uh, live on the north side. And when I had Pastor Collins A. Days on our guest as our guest for two segments, and he's the pastor of Second Baptist Church in Atlantic City, uh, located at 1 I.S. Cole Plaza in Atlantic City. Uh, when I asked him the question, um, is, does Atlantic City have a crime problem? He said, oh, absolutely. He said, we have a very bad problem. And I believe, if my memory is correct, that he talked about how there were 21 unsolved murders in the in the black community. Now, the question is, how can Atlantic City citizens... And the police department and the leaders really take back their their neighborhoods. How can they create an environment where people can get jobs? One of the other problems that Pastor Day's talked about was that um, the rules by which one can get a job in the casino sometimes prohibit those who've had minor drug offenses. And um, it was interesting to hear uh, Senator Wayland's viewpoint that they have introduced programs that would allow folks to to get their record expunged and to um uh lessen the uh the 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 uh the, the, the reasons why people cannot get a job and um so i've asked uh, Senator Jim Whalen have a conversation with Pastor Day so that they can get together on this issue because uh, one of the key problems in Atlantic City is the issue of poverty that folks cannot get jobs. Now the Revel Casino is very active in Atlantic City and they've conducted a number of programs to get people involved in um, in their casino for jobs and it is responsibility of the local leaders to really encourage those citizens to to move forward and and to and to provide them the type of training that will get them to be responsible citizens because uh, when you're working for someone they expect for you if the if the job starts at 9 a.m. they expect for you to be there and I think the folks in the community need to truly understand that principle and work towards that principle but also understand the benefits of having long-term employment will will pull them out of their poverty. So Pastor Collins, a days, he also talked about uh, a citizens group who had taken over their building. The building was, was, was rife with crime and they went a couple of the tenants went to the building management and said, Hey, here's what we're willing to do. We're willing to um, uh, take back our building. We're willing to patrol the building, make sure that it's safe, make sure that it's clean. And now um, that building does not have the crime that it had before. It is is it is a clean, safe environment. But again, it's people taking back ownership of their life and of their of their their neighborhoods. So, Pastor Collins a days he talked about that program. Now we had Councilman Mancuso on the program. He's a 20 year City Councilman in Atlantic City. And uh, he talked about how everyone is harmonious and working together, um, but when I asked him the question about Atlantic Avenue, he didn't have an answer Now, I am not faulting Senator uh, excuse me uh Councilman Mancuso for not having an answer, but I urged him to make sure that uh developing Atlantic Avenue in Atlantic City is on the agenda of the city council, and he Uh, assured me that 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 would be the case. Our last guest on the program, last and certainly not least, we're very honored to have Judge Nelson Johnson, who is the author of Bolt Empire and The North Side. Wow. I tell you, for those of you who have missed uh, these two interviews with Judge Nelson Johnson, I would urge you uh, to go to uh, my website com and listen to, to not only his 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 uh, segment but all segments, but his segment because he's such a great historian about Atlantic City. He knows so much, he's done the research, he's written about it. but he also talked about his frustrations with the leadership in Atlantic City and how he feels that they are not taking advantage of the opportunities before them he talked about um the history of Atlantic City in such great detail that's chronicled in his two books uh he talked about what he's seen in the courtroom and he says and I said to him um what changes have he seen in the courtroom since the recession and he says quite frankly the recession is playing out in front of the courtroom because people are doing more illegal things simply because they they got to provide for their family um you know, they're they're unemployed, so they're trying to find ways that they're going to be able to sustain themselves and their families. So it's playing out in the courtroom. Um, he talked about <clears throat> how Atlantic Avenue, again, which I'm stressing so much in this program, needs to be developed. He talked about, quite frankly, as people, as cities develop, not only Atlantic City, but other cities in Newark and Trenton and others, where they used to be the hub of where people would live and people would work, that when they moved out, when they left, it left the shell. So you didn't have that that echo environment uh, where people would interact with each other, where that dollar would 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 flow through that community three or four times. And he talked about how it's important to bring people back to the city so that you can get that echo environment to be very vibrant. Again, I talk about Atlantic Avenue. I can recall back in the day when I was growing up, we had five or six movie theaters in Atlantic City on Atlantic Avenue. We had the Shore. Uh, we, we had the Hollywood Theater. We had the Center Theater. We had, so, we had the Virginia. We had so many theaters in Atlantic City that families would stay in Atlantic City. But the casinos have got it all wrong. They, they came to Atlantic City and wanted everybody to stay within the casino to, to keep their money there. Meanwhile, all of the businesses on the outside just died. And that does not create an uh, economic family environment for everyone. Okay, so Atlantic City, people want to come gamble. They want to see a show. That's fine. But create other things for other people can they have other things that they're able to do so they can bring their family they can go to an amusement park they can go to a, a a nice restaurant they could go to a movie theater they can go bowling they could do a variety of those things and it's all on that island in Atlantic City so um i tell you i've learned so much more about Atlantic City during this program and you know i i think some of the key issues facing Atlantic City quite frankly is a lack of leadership, a lack of vision. I, again, I talk about Atlantic Avenue, just developing Atlantic Avenue, developing the beachfront property, um, developing a plan that's going to create jobs for people, a lack of investment, no vision. If there's no vision, there's not going to be an investment. If there is a vision, the money will follow the vision. Lack of a business savvy. Atlantic City is could be a huge, huge business. And I think the casinos the leadership in the casinos are missing the mark. They should band together to talk about how they can bring more traffic into Atlantic City. And then people can make choices in regards to where they want to eat, where they want to dine, where they want to gamble, where they want to go see shows. And it's so important that folks will will follow the vision with investment. And, 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 it's, and, it's, and it's not a tricky proposition. It's it's a proposition that says we are all in it together. So those are the key issues that I see in Lang City, along with handling the crime issue, addressing the poverty issue, addressing the education issue. Now, what's interesting, <clears throat> I wanted for this program, I wanted to get a perspective of many different people. So I invited Mayor Langford. He chose not to come on the program. Governor Christie's office, he was invited. Unfortunately, um, because of his schedule, he could not make it. Um, we invited the Miss America pageant president and CEO, Mr. Art McMaster. Unfortunately, he chose not to come on the program. The AC Board of Education president, Mr. Shea Still, never responded to our requests. The superintendent of AC schools, uh, Frederick Nichols, never responded to our requests. Again, I talked about my good friend, Henry White, who did not respond to our requests. Uh, the CRDA, which is the Casino Redevelopment Agency, the, f- the, the former acting director, Ms. Susan Thomas, she did not respond to our request. Neither did the new director, Mr. John F. Palmeria, but I'll, I'll give him a pass simply because he started October 1. And he's probably busy trying to, to deal with uh, establishing the right framework, a master plan for Atlantic City. So he now has $25 million to invest in uh, marketing for Atlantic city. And I certainly hope that he listens to this message because here is my potential recipe for making Atlantic city. Great. Number one, improve safety, get those crime statistics down the police officers. They need to ride reside in Atlantic city. Think about it. If a police officer lives in your neighborhood, are you going to commit a crime? Probably not Two, customer service, get Atlantic city back to its roots. Uh, where you could get the best service in Atlantic City. Three, have a vision for the city, not just for the casinos. Develop Atlantic Avenue north of Ohio Avenue. Four, make it an international destination. Don't just recruit people from around the region. Get people from around the world. Make it truly the world's playground. It has been my pleasure and honor to bring this series to you, and I hope that we're successful in bringing a full live documentary on Atlantic City, titled Miss America, Where Are You? Uh, you can reach me at d.gunter at dot We'd love to hear from you about your thoughts about the program. Again, I want to thank uh, WSOU. I want to thank Mark Maven. I want to thank Frank Scafidi. I want to thank Ema, Oscar, and uh, Brittany for all their help in making this program a success. Remember, leadership begins with you. This is Darrell Gunter on WSOU 89.5 FM. Have a great weekend.